I got a concussion to the extent that I lost time. But that one, I remember every freaking second of it. And that's, a, you know, that's, that's the worst, I think. Seconds are the worst? Well, I mean, it's just, that's probably, I thought I was going to die. Like well, I, yeah, because like, you almost did. I mean, I really thought, like, like. Wait, um, you were upside down, right? I was upside down. No, you were not. Yes, I was. We're not. I'm out of here. I was upside down. What are you recording? This sucks. I hate this. <laughs> so here's the thing. So I. That was probably the worst. Like I, I remember all of it. I've been in bed crashes, but that one was the worst. I mean, it was just and, and not maybe not injury wise, but just um, just so, the, remember every second of it. Culvert crash. Culvert crash was broken collarbone. Broken collarbone and just just. Where I remember the culvert crashes, I I had uh, I took an MR two and tur- and invented the MR one, hit a culvert. Probably doing sixty something miles an hour. What I figured, because how I used to drive through that area, drove into a hit a culvert and just came to a complete stop. But I remember like the, the seat belts in the car. I was luckily was wearing my seat belt, stock seat belt. Was it was stretched so taut that the seat belt was no, you know you have like what a seat belt's like what a three in, a two and a half inch two belt, half belt two and a half inch belt had lost an inch. Of, of its width where it stretched and it and I had a button up shirt on and it, and it cut the shirt from collarbone down to my hip and you could see it like like when I had my shirt off you could see where it was it was totally it actually cut into my skin because the seatbelt had stretched taut and stopped me and I mean I, I had the steering wheel I pushed the steering wheel into the dash and the sunshade on the dash I broke I broke my. I, I took the skin off my off my knuckles where I push it into the where I push the steering wheel into the dash. So like from, from, the from dash stopping like, and you could see after the wreck, you could see the the, the, the handprints in the in the sunshade over the over the instrument cluster, and a lot of the blood. There was blood. I, I remember when I, I, I crashed. I remember going into the crash, and I remember afterwards when people are trying to get me out of the crash, but I don't remember the crash, and I. And there was blood everywhere, and a lot of it was, I think, pulling my hands, like where the steering wheel and the dash. dash were pinched together, and my knuckles, like pulling it out, and and the plastic of the da- of the of the of the dash had cut my hands really bad, yeah, and your fing- my fingers just bled everywhere, and there was blood all over me, and it was mostly just just knuckles bleeding. So there was you know what I remember most about that crash? Nothing. Broken collarbone. The broken collarbone. No, so here's because here's what I remember about the broken collarbone. Because my story might be a little bit better than yours. Okay. Is years before you broke your collarbone. Oh, here we go. The brother thing. Your brother broke so his collarbone. So you heard the collarbone story. So, so here's, here's the thing. So here's a collarbone. Here, this, this, this is a collarbone story. My brother. Is like my brother. Was, my brother used size. to play. At the time, he played a lot of soccer. And he broke, he broke his collarbone. Broke. Like broke. Like broke. He was out there getting. He would he would go out there and and just. It's supposed to be a non-contact sport, but my brother's big, and he turned he turned it into a contact sport. He broke his collarbone for some reason playing soccer. So, oh, uh, this shit's funny. 
So what I did, my brother is sitting in bed and... Now, give him size, size this, this, perspective this, on your brother. This, my brother you have to understand me, size. My brother is me plus 100 pounds easy. And probably four inches in height. Okay. Well, he's a big guy. My brother's big. He's got... I don't look up to many people, like height-wise. I look up to I mean, brother. at the time, he was... I, mean, he was, he was he, I hadn't had what... I'm the, like, I, at the time, yeah. I had what my, my brother's ass at like five years. This is probably like 1990. Three ninety ninety four. So I had whooped my ass, my brother's ass, in like three, three or four years, and because um, he was bigger than me. So I go in there, and my brother is. Uh, this is before the wreck, and I go in, and my brother's on the. He's in bed, and I'm like, Healing. ah, because finally, up. finally, I can I can pick on my brother, and he can't do jack shit. So I go in and start poking him, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, ah. He's got a broken collarbone, and I'm poking him in the collarbone. It's good times. Right? So, right, fuck you, brother. Because, like, yeah, you can whip my ass, my little my little brother, but but you got a broken collarbone. At so this I'm point, a, I own you. At this point, you're my bitch. So, then you go. It's literally a few weeks later, maybe a couple of months, and I wreck the, the, the car. And I break my collarbone because the seatbelt... Like so the seatbelt has solid. injured me from collarbone down to the hip. It has cut me. It's so cut so we're talking sh- about teenage boys at this point. Mm-hmm. So, so there I am. I'm back from the. I'm back from getting my my arm put back in socket and my collarbone. And you're wearing. You, they give you this thing. It looks like a bra, but you wear it backwards. And I'm in bed. And my brother comes in. And so you got your first binder. My brother comes in and he's got the. He's he's like all right, and I'm just and all I can do is no, he's because you can't do anything about it. And it's payback time because now your collarbone's broke and you can't do jack shit. You can't roll over. You can't sit up. You can't do anything. All you can do is get poked. So that's that's what I got. I got some I got some payback from the brother. You got some poking by your brother. That's what I got. I got it back. Uh, and, um, that story crap. It's like here's the thing. Once you see Scott's brother. It makes so much more sense. You're like, oh, I, I see why you tortured him. But you had to know what was coming when when it went the other way. <laughs> but when all the shit went down in Mexico, he was the first guy beside Scott getting him out. My so brother. He, he was on. on my brother is like, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how things, I, how things would have went, but I suspected it would have went way more south than they did if my brother had not. Yep. My brother came, Agreed. my brother was working in Guyana, and he flew up from Guyana up. Like, you're in Mexico, but you got a brother that flies up um, to Mexico to, to come down and, and make sure that, that that me, who was, like, drugged out of my mind pretty much and couldn't 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 even roll over, was to make sure that, that, that I'm out of the country and I'm taken care of. Yeah. So, it's like... I, there's there's several times when my brother stood up and, and, and taken care of me, but but I mean it, it's that uh, one time he tortured the fuck out of him. There's that one time <laughs> where it was really bad, you know. But I kind of had it coming because it wasn't like unjustified. So we haven't got in gotten into people texting us back. Um, how quickly? Things really went south on the crash. And then we were also talking recently about how bad the fucking pain was afterwards. And I think the pain is something that everybody kind of needs to be aware of because this is where it relates back to what we do on the podcast, which is trying to make things safer, which brought all the shit up that we were talking about the foam pad that Jake brought by. Um, 
to use as a padding underneath the seat to slow down that rate of deceleration after you actually flip a, flip a car or elevate a car and drop it on its suspension. Once the suspension collapses, you're basically dropping your tailbone on concrete. So how do you stop that? Uh, we're stealing some of the stuff we've learned from sprint cars um, that UltraShield has shared with us so graciously um, and looking for some ways to make things safer. Who texting you now? Nobody. Nobody? No. I'm listening. You're just listen to me talk in circles. No, I'm listening to you talk. It's just... Uh, You're used so to I it. You got I the talk radio. a lot. It's, it's, it's all of a sudden, it, it, it's like whenever my brother kicking my ass is... <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> funny. It's well, like it's, it is a good story. It's good. It's like I my brother was younger, and my brother's younger too. He my never. Brother, my brother. My brother's still smaller than me. My brother is ten years younger than me. And he's probably ten times as strong as me and big. <laughs> yeah. Well, not as big, but he's, he's like he's not a small boy. My he's brother, three of you, Keelan, at least maybe four. My brother. My and he's not fat. It's just big. My brother's intimidating, and 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 that's one of the things that was helpful in Mexico when I was in trouble is that uh, he kind of told these guys how the cows eat the cabbage. And yeah. I see that's part, maybe, the, the people on here don't know the full story, but I'll just suffice it to say that they don't know the whole story and we can't tell the whole story on here, but the Mexicans weren't told the full story. So that partially made things way, way worse to where you couldn't do anything unless you had legal documentation showing that you were related. They, didn't let me out of, so, they wouldn't let me out of the country. Yep. You know, it's it because... Uh, it was, I guess, they, maybe they were looking for more money or whatever, and and um, and you know the my brother, I had already been, and I had other friends that had got us in contact with the consulate, and and my brother had the information, and, and he and he made sure that I had the he, he arranged the contract with the with with the with the air service that that. that air ambulanced me out of Mexico and he made all the arrangements made it happen and it was just uh, we needed that you know we need, needed support and and the thing was is I, I, I was not in a condition to, to negotiate this stuff at all at all I mean it was just I was, it was you know it, I, I was drugged up but I needed to be that was, was a lot of pain. That's what that's what started this whole, hey, record this shit, was how bad the pain was. But we don't always think about it when we're out there having the most fun we usually have in life is out there racing cars. And it's great until the point that it's not. And at the point that it's not is the point where this podcast is trying to save you some of that grief, learning from what's happened to others in the past. And not just us in-house. Um, you go back and listen to the other podcasts. We've done quite a few... Um, we still have yet to do the talk with 396 team, but they had a Lemons car that really went through some shit, or WRL car, I should say, Lemons car at WRL, 80 mile an hour off through two walls um, on its lid, um, and walked away, so mm. pretty impressive shit. So, anyhow, keep them short, keep them sweet, I hope you laughed, I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, we'll chat with y'all later. Uh, new podcast tomorrow coming out on MSR Houston, 24 Hours of Lemons Debrief. Team one, we have five teams lined up, um, so stay in touch.